How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin with Trying Success on the Old Fashioned Health Network. Good health inside and out. So if y'all see this big smile on my face, it's because I'm happy about my guest <laughs> that I have on the show today. I have none other than Josh. Josh, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, baby? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling so good today. today. On the show, man. I, I don't even want the people to lose one second of just listening to me. <laughs> I want them to hear all about you. I know people have made, if they have not, they should have seen you on TikTok and Instagram. Mm. All those kind of things. But I want you first to tell the people a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Thank you. I appreciate you. A little bit about me. I I have had the fortune, the great fortune of being blessed with incredible parents, grandparents who taught me spiritual foundations. Uh, those spiritual foundations let me create quarter million dollar business a year in revenues to me. It let me create incredible relationships, let me travel around the USA. But to understand how th- those experiences, how I got there, you got to understand where I came from. So the where I came from was a very, very confused background where I literally felt isolated and uh, alone in a lot of situations, which made me go within and really search for myself and find out who I am. But those were real lonely, dark times. And when I came out of that, after learning myself, I learned that I was an incredible person. And so is everybody else. But I knew everybody didn't know that. So I, that sparked my mission to go tell everybody who they are, which is incredible. Just get you to look inside yourself. So that started me on this mental science path and I became a mental scientist of a practical order. So that's an everyday, everyday thing. I love it, man. That's that. And that's a little bit about me. That's where I am. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, but it don't matter where you're from. You know, it don't matter where you're from. It matter what you went, what you went through and what you came out of Mm -hmm. and what you turned it into. So that's a little bit about me, man. Um, People, I, I I found Josh on um, Instagram, and man, just listening to some of your some of your commentary and how you feel about things is just absolutely just amazing. I mean, I love listening to your take on the positive and and turning Thank you. and turning within yourself to find the best of yourself. You do such absolutely, a, man. You do such a such a good job. So Thank you, man. You have a company, and what's the name of the company? And I want you to tell people why you named it that. Okay, yeah. yeah. The name of my company is Lotus, Love of the Universal Spirit. The reason that I made that name, the company name, Love of the Universal Spirit, is because when in the lowest times, I realized that there was a spirit that kept me alive because it was times that I did not want to be alive. And I, some people would go through those experiences, and I make sure I mention those people times where you don't you don't feel like you can make it to the next day you feel like the situation is just bleak and you can't get out of it and in those times i felt love that did not make any sense to have at the time because of my circumstances so it was that spirit deep down within me and within everything that came up and took me out of the circumstance into where I am mentally, emotionally, physically today. And that's why I named the company Love of the Universal Spirit. Uh, At the real base of it, uh, Love of the Universal Spirit of Lotus is another word, which is Educo. And that was the name of my first company, Educo. And Educo really just means to educe and draw out what is within. Okay. And what's really within is the love of the universe. The universe is a 
we get into that another day. But it's love ultimately through everything and the people that I want to bring out. Okay. For themselves. For themselves. Not for everything and every for yourself. And then you can you can ooze it out. That's why I named the company Love of the Universe Spirit. So sound like to me you believe love has a lot of power. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And we all are truly made of it. We, you can't really define it out. That's not romantic love. It's right. not attached, clingy, I need you love. Mm-hmm. It is something so pure and so substantial that you don't, not only do you not need anything, but you're not even thinking about mm-hmm. what you need. You just want to give it and it just comes out automatically. It turns into giving, it com- turns into generosity. It turns into uh, wisdom. Mm-hmm. It turns into peace. It turns into everything that is good in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the best of the base, no matter how it looks, because it looks I know people can say <laughs> it looks crazy right. in the world. Right. But where does it come from? Even if it's it, it, even if the methods are ill sought, it's right. still from someplace where they exactly they're looking for it in some way. Wow. I, I like the fact that your your energy about sharing love is so strong. I and mean, you it's like you be on ten trying to get it out. It's like yes. I got to get this message <laughs> yes. to y'all. Y'all don't understand. I'm yes. gonna tell you about this thing called love. Yes. Yes. I, I'm so passionate about it because most of us get raised, and this is no this is no fault on Anybody that came before us, because we are responsible for our own journey. It is not their fault. It is not other people's fault. But when we're raised, a lot of us are raised in situations and environments where our parents didn't know how to love themselves. Mm. So and it wasn't on purpose. They did their best to love themselves, but they just didn't know how they didn't know what it meant. They didn't know who they were. We don't know who we are, truly. Right. If we really ask, it's like, who am I? I'm not my name. That's something I was given. I'm not my body. This goes back to the ground when I leave, right? right? So who am I? We don't really look for that question because we got so many external distractions. Same with our parents. So parents, we're looking for validation and approval, and we think that validation and approval is love. So our parents were trying to live up to some standard somebody else set for them, un- unbeknownst to them. They didn't know they got programmed subconsciously to do that. So I'm not blaming my parents for this, but they just didn't know how to love themselves. So how would they know how to love me? They don't, they wouldn't know how they don't even know who I am, let alone know who they are. They, they definitely don't know who I am. So I have to go inside myself and this is the same for everybody. And I want people to get this quickly as quickly as possible so that they can go in the right direction inside, which is inside, not outside. Hey, this now sound good. Go ahead. Yeah. I want people to, I want people to learn the direction. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not your, uh, I'm not your guru. Okay. I just have a certain understanding that has given me an, an incredible internal experience of life and external, but the internal matters come way more to me because of what I've been through. I, when I, when I was at the peak of my business and the peak of my physical life, having every physical thing that I wanted, I was the emptiest and I didn't understand why. So at time I gave up my business at that time and I went on a spiritual quest. I went inside. I wanted to look for what's going on. I want to feel good. That became my new goal. My first goal was just money. Like a lot of people, 
Just no. money, just material. No. Give me the stuff. I don't have stuff. Give me the stuff. That stuff's going to make me feel good. That's our belief. We got that belief green grain in our head. I think everybody should go pursue that with, with fervor, with, with vigor, with life. Go get as much of it as you can so you can see the limitations and you can see what it does and what it doesn't do. That's my take on that. Once I did that, I reached that mountaintop, my version of mountaintop, because everybody's mountaintop is different. Right, right. I reached my mountaintop and I said, wait, this is not what I want. I want to feel good and I don't. So once I, once that happened, and I'll tell you, this is a story. I'm going to tell you a story. I went into Barnes and Nobles. Now, this is the before the time where I was really into Audible. They still had CDs, you know. So I go into Barnes and Nobles. I'm always in the business section. I'm not in any other section. I'm not going to the woo-woo section. I'm not going to the Health spirituality yeah, section. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. My mom used to tell me about My dad was Muslim. My mom was Christian. Both of them tried to give me the Quran and the Bible. So I had all of those experience. I'm like, okay. I got enough of that. Let me let me go ahead over to the business section where I think my salvation is, right? Where I think I'm going to be saved emotionally. This is where I'm going. So I go over to the business section. Now, this particular day, this was after I, I hit that moment where I'm like, I don't know why I'm not feeling good. I go into Barnes and Nobles. I go to the business section. Right next to the business section, it was a metaphysical section. Now, I don't go to that section. I don't go there. That's not my thing. I, I, it's it's not logical. It's not practical. This is my this is my opinion at the time. So I go over there. I pick up a I pick up a deck of cards. I pick up a book. Then I go over to the audio section. Now I'm always been guided by my internal guidance system. My grandma told me. She said, "Your first mind is always right." Always. This always. Was, this was my first. That was my first spiritual education. She said, "Your first mind is always right." So. My philosophy, I had to approach life like a scientist because I got told so many theories that I had, and I was young and I was confused. I wanted to love my mom. I wanted to love my dad, but they had different opinions. Right. So when I went on one person's side, my dad hated me. When I go on my dad's side, my mom hates me. So I don't know. I had to say, I said, well, how can I make these two come together? This is at, a, this is at six years old, seven years old, because I got so much emotional pain on this. So I go inside myself and I say, I didn't know I was talking to an intelligence. I just wanted to know the answer. I said, well, how can I make this come together? It was an intuitive question. It wasn't out of my physical mouth, but it was an intuitive question of how can I make these come together? And I started to ask questions. I got really inquisitive. Okay. Because I said, oh, I said, so what is it? What is it going on with this? What's going on with yours? And when I asked a lot of questions, enough questions, I found out neither one of them knew what they even believed. They didn't understand what they even were telling me. So I had to give that up. So that's why I gave that up. But that caused me to go on a search and become a scientist. Mm. That's why I went into the business section. That's why I went into the heart science section. But now here I am over in the metaphysical section, which I never go to. Now I'm led to pick up this audio as a CD. And I don't even know the guy's name. Okay. I don't know this. I don't read this guy. I don't even plan on reading this guy, but I follow my gut no matter what. I got trained on that. My grandma told me that I did it. It never failed me. So I said, well, my gut is saying it. I have no idea why, but I never asked questions. I just grabbed the CD and it was Eckhart Tolle, a new earth. I know the book. Eckhart Tolle, a new earth. If you know the book, you know the book. If you don't know the book, you need to get to know the book, grab it, read it. I learned about this guy on Oprah. 
it's, it's Oprah got a lot of good recommendations. She did. A new Earth. I picked up a new Earth. I put the CD in the car. The first words talking about the flower blooming. Now, when you read the book, it talks about it was just raw vegetation on Earth, mm-hmm. just vegetation. Right. Practical. You eat it, you get nourishment. That's all it's for. And then here comes out of just raw vegetation, dinosaurs, hard circumstances, appears a flower. Mm-hmm. That has almost no utilitarian use for that time. Right. But its beauty is beautiful. It's magnificent. It has an aroma and an aura around it that's unlike anything else around it. And he said that that was the blooming of consciousness through plant life. And he said the same thing is happening in human minds. When I when I heard that example, I got the chills down my spine. I said, "That's what's happening. That's what I want. I want that blooming, whatever that is." Mm-hmm. So I continue to read the book, and he says, "How you do it? Stay in the moment, and that'll get you out of your head." So I started to do that. Six months later, I had an awakening experience that that put me into a state of just pure blissful enlightened love that I cannot explain. It was incredible. It was beautiful, and I knew. It was the infinite intelligence that he was speaking about coming through the flower. Now, I, I can't I can't tell you, you know, you can't explain that. You got to experience that. Experience. But I knew I knew the way I got there was not looking outside. That's right. how I got in the pain. Right. I went inside. And after that experience, I said, I'm telling everybody to go in now. I want them to go find this because this is incredible and I can't talk about it. I can't tell you about it. You got to go do it. So I found ways, I found ways to get people to, to really ask better questions and ask questions at all that make them question if the pursuit they own is for the money or for the feeling they think they'll get from the money. And when they start asking those questions, they said, they, they go, okay, well, I actually think it's just, I want the feelings. What feelings do you want? I want to feel confident. I want to feel stable. I want to feel like I'm a man. I want to feel, I'm like, okay, so you want feelings. Mm-hmm. That you can't. Once they realize they want, you can't buy, can't pay for that. You can't buy that. And you can, you can take a trip. Right. You can, you can buy whatever you want, but the feeling inside is different. Right. That feeling is going to manifest things. And once I found out that the feelings manifest the things, all you got to do is have the feelings and float them into your mind and the people that they turn into it. Just like you seen a Cinderella movie where she turned the pumpkin into a whole carriage. Right, right, right. That's what feelings do. It'll turn a situation. You could put the magic wand on the circumstance, wherever it is. It don't matter where you are. It'll turn it into something else. Once I saw this happening, I'm like, I got to show people about this. They need to know what this is. They need to know that this is real and can be done and it's easier than anything we've been taught. Yep. That's where my passion come from. That's where my passion come from. But, but it's amazing that you found this passion at a six-year-old. You knew that there was something more that you needed, something you knew was missing, something you knew you wanted. It's like something's missing and you had yeah. the, 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 the mindset to be able to think and know that. I call it grace. I call it grace because it's it's just no way that I could have known where to go with that. I didn't. I could never have known intellectually. You know what I mean? I couldn't have known intellectually where to go. I just call it grace. It's some it's some benevolence to our existence that we don't we're not aware of a lot. It's some 
generosity just to the basic existence. It's some love to the basic existence that cares enough somehow. I don't know how, but it cares enough to give us things we don't even know we need. Mm -hmm. And that those turn into, uh, those turn into incredible life, turn into incredible life. So let me ask you. So with your experience at the age you are, Mm -hmm. That from the age that you got this experience to the age you are now, what would it be like if we built a foundation for the kids to be able to get that at an early age? I'm going to tell you, kids get it faster than adults. Mm. They so get it so much. If you train them, if you train a kid early mm-hmm. to rather go outside for their feelings to go inside and recognize feelings. Now I take, Oh, now here the key. It takes aware parents to do this because if you have, if a parent hasn't gone in and dealt with their own thoughts because they've been running away their whole life, it just transfers to the kid. And when he does it, they try to suppress the kid. And that, that happens a lot. I see that happen a lot. But if we taught the kids to go within and look for what's there and consider more often, more frequently what's there and start putting maybe, and this is how I see it, maybe colors because colors have a way of conveying a mood, right? So if, uh, if when learning the color red, the kid could associate that color red with when they feel a little bit of passion or anger or that fire, then they could say, I'm feeling red right now. So, so and they'll learn colors. Let me ask you this. So do you think we'd have to um, reintroduce what colors really mean and make colors, all colors a great thing? And the reason why I ask that question is because the world teaches us that certain colors have negative connotations, like mm-hmm. black means mm-hmm. like moods, dark, all negative mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I know darkness in the night is the most beautiful state of the earth. It's like it's most beautiful time. amazing, you know. So it's I think most beautiful I, love, time. I, I like the colors idea, but I think one of the things would have to be done is to reintroduce colors as being a positive thing. Absolutely. At the time. Absolutely. I, I think finding to me, I think that if it's something negative going on, I would go to the colors and make the colors be positive regardless to what Absolutely. Color it is. You know what I'm saying? It don't have Absolutely. To be Absolutely. Or blue or pink or anything like that. Absolutely. And the thing about that, what you just said, that's the that's a genius idea and it's a genius approach. Challenge the challenge is the mind that's teaching. The mind that's teaching will color the colors how they are. And if they feel negative, if they feel like it's a it's negative in the world and that's what it's based on, they're gonna be more inclined to say the color, just talk about the negative side of the color. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be emphasizing what they are in the color. And that's what we don't get. When teachers teach our kids, they're they're teaching themselves along with the content. And that's challenging, but it is necessary to Talk about the positive aspect and what the positive is in each color. Absolutely. So 100%. I'm going to give you something that I know uh, is not for me, but this is for you. I want you to write this book. And it's a kid's book. And the title of the book is going to be called Renaming Colors. That's mm. You got to do the rest. Thank you for that. You got six. You don't know what you're doing. You got six months to get this book together. All right. Done. I, that, I Done. Know, sometimes you have to realize what's you and what's for somebody else. Rename absolutely by Josh. I love it. That's I, perfect. That's I just everything. Want like a quarter, a dollar book, or something See, like that. You know, if you don't. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, a hundred percent. See, this is what I mean by this benevolence. I don't know. I didn't know I needed that. Oh, you need that. 
Absolutely, I do. And I accept. And I know, and I'm doing it. It's done. Absolutely, 100%. So people don't know that that Josh is going to have a show on the Old Fashioned Health Network, so we need to get that out there early so they'll know. Josh is coming uh-huh. Flash Network. You, you can't get enough of Josh. He's going to be on here every <laughs> week giving us all these nuggets. And I'm going to be on him about this book, parents. He is right. I'm doing book. it. And I'm just I'm saying, doing look, it. I'm co-writing it, but it means I'm not going to write anything. I'm just going to be on him to push him to do it. Renaming color, hundred percent. Rename. I love that. That was perfect. That was perfect transmission. Thank you. We need to get that straight so we can. This gonna be our contract right here. Alvin and Josh renaming colors. All right. Renaming colors. All right. We in, baby. We in. That's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. So listen, we're not gonna hold you long. I just want people to just get a, a little bit about you and what's going on. Please give them your Instagram and all ways they can reach out, reach you. Yep. Uh, just to let the people know, Josh will be here on a regular basis. So we're not going to give you much today because we got a lot to give you later on, including that book we talked about. Josh, mm-hmm. social media and everything. That my so- most of my most social media handles are Josh the Shaman. My YouTube is Josh the Shaman. My Instagram is Josh the Shaman. My TikTok is Josh the Shaman. I got my email is Josh the Shaman 11 at gmail.com. So everywhere I am, if you just look up Josh the Shaman, you're going to find me. And you can also like, share, like, share, and follow on the Old Fashioned Network and on Trying Success. But you can also find all a lot of Josh stuff on Old Fashioned Network. His whole channel, he got his own show and all that kind of greatness, y'all. This this relationship, Josh, we did this over like a like a couple of hours. Yeah. We did this over a couple oh yeah. Hours. We talked. That's how things work when it flows. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. All right. All right, brother. All right, have a good one. Peace.